told you loving yourself could change your life. It can, and I know from experience. I'm Lo, and this is the Love Yourself Inside Out podcast. Everyone is worthy of self-love and guilty of letting others develop narratives about you. It's time to shut that down and own your narrative. Let's cut out the negativity and let yourself shine. It's never too late to love yourself inside out. Hello, listeners. Oh my gosh. Hey, it's Lo. How are you doing? So it is so exciting still to be in my home recording studio. Yay. I think I have a better handle on it, though. So I don't know. I'm just expecting bigger and better as we go each week. But I just wanted to, I don't know, tune in this week and start off with it was my second round kind of in the gym. So I have been going back, well, actually today, earlier this morning was my second like restart in the gym, meaning like I was doing the same workouts again, but repeated for the second week. So I increased in all of my weights that I was doing, which is really good because I think day one, some of them were kind of small, but it had been years, absolutely like a long, long time since I had been in the gym lifting weights like that. And so, you know, last week I was timid and I was like, what does this machine do? How do I do this? How do I set up, you know, the bar to be this way? What does this even mean? And it just took me a long time, like navigating through the gym, figuring it all out. But even by the end of like last week, my confidence level had grown so much in me being able to just like figure out how to do the different, you know, things I needed to. And I could just tell I was getting more prepared as I was going. And it felt amazing to, I don't know, just gain confidence so quick in such a short amount of time to be like, okay, I belong in this gym. I know what I'm doing. I'll figure it out even if I don't. Um, So, so different. But it was great to go back in today and realize like, okay, I could increase all these weights and I was more confident in what I was doing. So I'm expecting, you know, just to keep increasing the weight. And so I think last week I kind of maybe went a little light on some based on the amount I was able to increase, but hey, I made it into the gym. I'm starting to figure it out and things will only go up from here. So that's kind of been, I don't know, one of the main things going on in my world this last week is just you know, keeping the walking going in the mornings when I'm not in the gym and then the gym three times a week to really build that muscle. But, you know, I have been struggling with my eating a little bit. You know, it is life. I have been super stressed out. I don't know. I've just been anxious. Like I can just feel it in me like all day, every day right now. And I get like, there's a lot going on, you know, there's just stuff happening, but that happens in everybody's life. But if you're feeling anxious at all, like I hear you, I understand it. You know, a while ago I had like, I'm talking maybe over a year ago, year and a half ago, I've had a panic attack, a panic attack before in my life, which I wish them on no one. I mean, it was an extremely scary moment because I didn't quite realize what was happening to me. And, um, I had no idea. And luckily, I don't know, I had to, I went and like woke up my husband 
because I had moved myself out of the room. So at first, because I didn't realize what was going on and I didn't want to wake him up until I kind of figured out something. But and I'm like, maybe if I just like breathe. So I got it, you know, out of the room and I went to go kind of like stretch out and just try to breathe, but it kept getting worse and it got worse. So I did wake him up because I was like, maybe something more is happening. Like maybe there's a heart attack. Like I had no idea what was going on. It just, it was crippling. It was scary. It was overwhelming. Um, gosh, it was painful. Like I really felt like my entire insides were exploding or I don't know, crunching up at the same time to where I wasn't really even able to move. So yeah, it was something I've not luckily not experienced since, but I feel like sometimes I get close. Like I now know the warning signs of what that might feel like. And like this last week, week and a half, I have been through just feeling overly anxious, like all day long. And I I'm doing different. Obviously, I'm working out, which is one way to try to work through it. You know, I am deep breathing. I am, you know, just relaxing. I'm disconnecting from my phone. I'm disconnecting from whatever to try to like work through it. But I don't know. I've just been in a weird space where I haven't quite been able to kick it yet. Um, But I'm just paying attention, giving myself breaks when I need it, and just trying not to overstress. I'm doing every tactic I know to relieve anxiety. So I'm hoping in the next week or so I will be able to kick this and let it, whatever is driving it, let it just process through it and move out because I don't love this energy. Like I love to be, you know, in just positive vibes and like high frequency and like moving and going. And gosh, when this hits me, sometimes it's kind of like, I can't and my mind races and, you know, I, my sleep gets all weird because my head's like constantly thinking of things and yeah, for example, oh my gosh, I watched the college admission scandal, um, documentary and I know it's old, but I watched it on Netflix and it was like, it was good. And I was just curious about how like that whole thing went down. Cause I couldn't even, I mean, I knew obviously from news articles and like when it was happening, but I was like, I can't even comprehend like how this could have even played out. Like, how do you do something like that? Like, I couldn't figure it out. So I, I wanted to like understand like how these people's mindsets were working to where they were like, yeah, you know, let's say they do rowing or let's say they do this or let's get these kids in, you know, and they've never done this sport a day in their life. Um, so I was intrigued to understand it. But like that night I was having dreams where I was like, back in school or trying to get into school and the whole thing was happening for me but yet I kept like trying to wake myself up to tell myself like you're not in school you don't need to get into school like you had nothing to do with you know the documentary you just watched but it was crazy because my mind kept just like trying to process all this stuff and maybe I shouldn't have watched it this week because I was already feeling high anxiety (laughs) and I think it just like fed into it like yeah, so maybe that wasn't the best move, but it was really good. It was a good documentary if anybody, you know, wants to watch more on it or learn about it a bit more. It was good. Um, But gosh, yeah, I don't know. I've had phone calls with friends and family this week just trying to catch up. I reached out to somebody I hadn't talked to in a while. And so, you know, in the next month or so, we're going to figure out a meetup. 
but it's just been really awesome. And like talked to another friend and we want to do like a virtual meetup because we're in different states. So it's kind of been a good connecting week and all that as well. But so my topic this week and the thing of, I don't know, high anxiety, it just feels like it really fits now. It's a topic I've wanted to kind of talk about for a little while, but it's about, you know, setting your own boundaries with yourself and like letting yourself not feel bad if you start something, but you decide you can't finish or, you know, you get all excited about doing some program or you sign up for something, but it's just not quite a fit for you and you can't complete it, but you've already shared it with people. You've already told people about it, you know, and you're feeling like, I guess, really pressured to continue. Um, I want to say like, I'm a pro at this. I'm a pro at this topic because I tend to jump into things and that's partially, it's really good. So I would say that is my, like, if somebody on a job interview for like life, not for actual, like in my career, but if somebody had said to me, Hey, what is, you know, your strength and your weakness? And I would have been like jumping into something really fast. That is both my strength and my weakness. And it is because it's a strength because it gets me to do these things that like, like I've said in the past, I may not have done if I overthought it. But at the same time, sometimes I don't process things enough to where I'm like really making sure it's the right thing to do. And so I just want to say like, it's okay to maybe not continue with something, even though you've already told the world or your circle or your husband or your wife or your boyfriend, girlfriend, whoever, your sister, your brother, your kids, you've told somebody because you're like, I'm so excited about this. I want them to know I'm doing this or I'm moving this way. And then the next week you're like, oh man, this isn't really a fit for me anymore. Like this, maybe it isn't what I wanted to do, but I've already told these people and I'm letting myself down. I'm letting them down. The thing is, You are not letting yourself down. You're not letting anyone down. Only you know what is right for you and what's going to fit in your life. And if you can't get excited about things and share them in the moment and then like retract them later, meaning, you know, in this, in this sense, I'm not saying like go saying things and then be like, oh, you know, didn't really mean that taking it back. That doesn't always work. So like, you know, careful with what you're using that. But I mean, in this instance where you're not hurting anyone, you're not talking about anyone else, you're sharing something that you wanted to do. And then, you know, you're pulling it back because it wasn't quite a fit. Like, it's okay to do that. I put myself under so much pressure sometimes, especially with having a podcast and especially with having, you know, a public Instagram. Um, I feel like I put stuff out there and then sometimes, because I'm so excited about it and I truly am and I'm like feeling 100% invested in it. And then all of a sudden I'm not and I'm like, oh my gosh, I jumped the gun. Like this definitely wasn't the fit for me. This wasn't what I needed to be doing or where I needed to be putting my energy And then I'm like, okay, now that's embarrassing. Like I recently had to do this when I said I was competing in March in a pageant. Um, 
you know, I posted out there, no, another pageant's coming in March. I'm so excited. I'm practicing, which I did. I had the practice with my coach. It wasn't like I didn't. I am still learning new stuff, but then I had to like retract it and say, yeah, about that. I'm not competing now. And I had already told everyone. And I feel like sometimes there's like disappointment that you hear from people almost like, well, you told us you were going to do it. Now you're not, you know, it's almost like you kind of feel like they're judging you or like, you know, they get the impression that you just like gave up. But the thing is, I think a lot of times they may not even have that in their response. They're just saying, oh, okay, like, got it. Like, what else are they supposed to say to that? You know, unless they're asking like, oh, is there a reason? Did something happen? You know, like that kind of a thing. But if somebody just says like, oh, okay, or, oh, all right, well, I guess you'll figure something else out, you know? I feel like sometimes because we're so driven and we, you know, want to show up as the best version of ourselves and we get so excited about doing things and we're all in and we commit and we put it out there for the world to see it and then we pull it back, it's like we're feeling like we're letting ourselves down. Therefore, when you hear somebody's response that isn't, I don't know, bad, good, it just is kind of like, all right, cool. You're like, oh my gosh, they're judging me. Like you may hear their judgment. And in some cases, they may actually be judging you. So I'm not discounting that that's happening. But I'm just saying sometimes too, you might be looking at it through a lens where you're judging yourself on it. And so you're hearing judgment come back from them. I mean, they they could be judging you too. I mean, that does happen. And when that happens, that sucks because your circle or the people that you are telling and sharing these things with should also be your life cheerleaders in that way where they're like, that's cool. Hey, not for you. Like regroup, move on to the next. Or they're like, yeah, that's great. You know, whatever you want to do. Like, that's what we need. We need to be that way for ourselves too. We need to tell ourselves it's okay. Like you can regroup, you can re-strategize, you can refigure it out. You can move in a different way. And maybe the end goal is still the same for you, but maybe the way you're going to get there is different. You know, just because you're saying no to one thing or realizing maybe something wasn't quite the fit you thought it was going to be. It doesn't mean that you're giving up on whatever it is that you were trying to do with that. It just means like you're owning who you are. You're listening to that inner voice in you. And, you know, you're re-strategizing, you're restructuring, <laughs> you know, because I have done it so many times. Like when I go into a boot camp where um, I'm trying to think what else, like I just get so excited about something. Oh, yes. Oh, my gosh. This is a perfect example. So a few years back, I, a few years, okay, quite a while ago back, I was like, I want to get in shape by the time, you know, I'm turning 30. And I was like, I'm going to do all these boxing classes. And I even had my mom get me like a pass for it, um, which was great. It was like my birthday gift. And I was all excited. And I started doing these boxing classes and, you know, I was telling everyone about it and I'm like, yeah, this is so great. You should start doing this boxing class thing and all of that. And I did love it at the time. You know, it was a good workout, but it was like when the pass was done, I was like, okay, this is not a sustainable thing for me. While I love boxing, I need more than just boxing in my life. Like, 
you know, I'm a huge runner. I'm a huge walker, more so now walking than running. But my entire life has been based around getting out and like outside pounding the pavement in some way. And when I switched to this whole like boxing crave and trying to like fit in exactly what they were saying the model student should be, you know, like I needed to go do this and I needed to be there X amount of times a week and I should be doing workouts this way and trying to fit into their like mold of what this perfect student was. That was a lot to live up to. A, I had never boxed before, so it was a whole new thing to me, something that always intrigued me and that I felt like that would be really empowering to be able to, you know, like know the correct way to punch and do that. So it was all good intention, but it's like I put so much pressure on myself, so much pressure on myself to try to be exactly what they were looking for as that like ideal thing you know they upsell you these packages they're like oh if you really want to you know make changes you need to work out here this many times a week and you need to do it this and I'm like at some point you have to realize there's a sales pitch in there and like it's probably where their business model like you know they make more profit or the right amount or the sweet spot that they want and it's not you know and I'm sure it is workout based too but I always just buy into it. I always just am like, oh, yes, I need to be absolutely spot on perfect. And I go all in and I get myself into a contract, you know, for something or some automatic renewal. And it's like, goodness, if I had only taken a step back and maybe thought about it a bit more, maybe I wouldn't have wanted to do it because... It wasn't exactly what I wanted to do. I just felt like I had to fit. And so that gets challenging when you feel like you have to fit something perfectly, but it may not be entirely what you want to do. It's okay to realize you made a mistake. It wasn't exactly what you were looking for. And you can get yourself out of the contract. You can get yourself out of whatever. And sure, you may have lost some money on the way or, you know, you may be a little disappointed in yourself for like feeling like you gave up but you've really got to take a step back and tell yourself I didn't give up I am just restructuring how I'm doing this I'm rethinking it through and I'm going to stay true to myself another prime example of you know doing something is like I started with Toastmasters again when I moved here and it ended up being like more towards the workday at a lunch period. And it wasn't, um, it was like every other week because I knew like commitment wise, I had a lot else going on. So I couldn't, you know, invest a ton of time. Like that's the mindset I went into it with was I want to do this because I want to, you know, keep making sure that my public speaking's up to par and like, I like it, right? I, I've told you I like giving speeches. I like all of that. So, and, you know, I went back to school. Like, so Toastmasters is kind of like a class, right? Like, it fits within everything I like. But I felt like as I was going through that the request of what was needed from me was more than what the original commitment kind of was. And like I said, I like to people please in that way where, or I want to show like I can do it all. I have got this, like I can be your model student. Like I couldn't be the model student. 
I didn't have the bandwidth to be what they were trying to get me to be or like the commitment they wanted from me or the participation outside of the thing. And it got overwhelming. Like it got really overwhelming because I started being told you're going to give speeches on these days. Well, that doesn't always work. Like, and I get like, I'm sure there was flex and I could have changed the date here or there, but it, I felt like I lost control of the situation when you're being told you're giving this type of a speech on this day. It was kind of like, that doesn't work for me. Like, I don't have time on the weekend before to really, like, make sure I have my speech memorized in the way that I need to. Or I didn't feel like I had the proper preparation time anymore. And I get they wanted people to progress and, like, hit their goals because essentially when you're doing it, You're not just giving any speech, you're going through a workflow. And the goal is to like move through the different levels of the workflow and eventually like get the mastery of that workflow, which is all great. But my timeline was way longer than what the club wanted my timeline to be for it. And it just became so pressure filled. I was trying so hard to just do it, like to keep up. And to do it in one of my speeches, you know, some of the feedback I got was about how I maybe didn't sound as confident in my speech because they didn't feel I was as prepared as I should be. And it was like, oh my goodness, I knew that was going to happen. Like, I prepared as much as I could, but I didn't have the bandwidth. And instead of like standing up for myself and saying, hey, you know, I, I... so glad you're trying to push me along, but I can't fit the mold you're trying to fit me in right now. Instead, I ended up just like, you know, pulling into my shell and retreating and feeling like I'm the one who failed. When in reality, something I opted into is something fun for me. You know, I was paying to do it. It's not like, you know, it was forced by any group where like, oh no, you have to do Toastmasters. Like it was something I was electing to spend my free time in. And I got, you know, swallowed up by the system and the, what they were expecting in there. And I ended up leaving because it became a really bad experience because I am always prepared for what I'm doing. You know, I am always putting the most effort into it. I think I've proven that time and time again in my life and I like to accomplish things, but I need to do it in my time. And so when I ended up leaving Toastmasters, I felt like I had given up on myself. I felt like I just, I just was looking at it like it was my fault. It was my fault. And when I took a step back, I realized, no, it wasn't fully my fault. Like, yes, it was because I didn't stand up for myself. But at the same time, I wasn't, I couldn't be mad at myself because maybe that wasn't the way I was meant to go about the speeches or maybe that wasn't the club for me anymore. Maybe I needed to switch to a different one, right? Or maybe I needed to just work on public speaking on my own or, you know, there's a bunch of different ways that I could approach the goal of making sure all my speeches are still good and that I'm still like up on the latest public speaking trends. So there's a ton of things I could do, but it's okay that that didn't fit anymore. It served its purpose. It got me back into this public speaking. It built my confidence. Like it made me remember how to 
memorize the speeches in the way that like works really well for me. There was a lot of good that came from the months that I was in the program. But I had to like remind myself after it was okay that it doesn't fit anymore. Like just because I've told people I'm doing it or all of this doesn't mean that I have to be locked into it forever. And I think sometimes we really get caught up on that. We think once we put something out there, like we're letting everyone else down, we need to be locked in. And I think a lot of it roots, like I said earlier, from that internal feeling that we're letting ourselves down. Because I have a feeling if you're listening to this podcast, you're out there trying to reach goals, you're trying to improve yourself more, you're trying to grow and just love yourself more. And all of this feeds into loving yourself. Because if you're feeling like you're letting yourself down all the time, you know, that weighs on how much you actually are loving yourself and growing. So I just, if, if anything you take from this today and the time that we're spending together, make sure that you are putting yourself first in the situation and that you're loving yourself through it. And what I mean by that is, You are not shaming yourself. You are not telling yourself you screwed up. You are not beating yourself up for the things where you make a mind change because this is a journey. We are in life. Things are going to shift. Your perspective might change overnight all of a sudden. You're allowed to get super excited about things and you're allowed to dive right in and then you're allowed to like back all the way up and be like, hold up, wait, that was wrong. I I don't even want to do that. Why did I even sign myself up? I got excited in the hype. You are allowed to do all of that because that's what life's about. It's about all the excitement. It's about jumping in without really thinking things through. It's about stopping yourself and thinking things through. And it's about trying. It's about trying. And, you know, everybody says like failure, is just success coming, you know, like it's coming every time you feel like you get another success out of that if you keep going. But I don't even want you to think of failure. If you think, okay, well, I failed and let me try again. No, you are doing the right things just by showing up, by listening to this, by pushing yourself in your daily life, by trying new things to see if they fit And most importantly, when you let yourself have grace in those situations and you tell yourself it is okay that I just did this and it's not what I want anymore, you are allowed to change your mind. And trust me, if you are loving yourself, even if somebody does judge or you hear a tone when you tell them, yeah, I decided not to do that anymore. It won't impact you the same way if you've already given yourself the approval that it was okay to change that. And you are the only one who knows what your end goal truly is. And you're the only one who can determine if the path that you're choosing or the path and direction that you want to go on or all the changes in your path and direction are the right things for you. Because no one else is you. No one else knows fully what you're going through. Not even People living in your same household, they don't know fully what's going on in your mind or how you're feeling about things. And, you know, it's freeing when you can get in touch with your mind and your heart and you feel aligned and you're like, you know what, this is, this is the way I'm supposed to move with this. And if anybody does 
continue to judge and they like question you on it or they're like, well, you really disappointed me. It's like, hey, hold up. That didn't impact you. You know, I, you have to realize when something's not impacting somebody else, if they have disappointment, that's, you know, on them to feel that way. But as long as you are staying true to you and how you need to move on it, you can still get to your end goal. You can still accomplish everything you want and need, but you can do it the way that best suits you. And like, you're the one who knows what that is. Because let's say, we'll play devil's advocate real quick. Let's say that you stay with doing something that you realize isn't fully fitting. Like your commitment level is going to drop. You're not going to be in the same space because you're not feeling aligned. Like your heart and your head aren't matching. One is saying like, I'm doing this because I already told people I was doing it and I feel like I'm going to let somebody down. And your heart's like, you're letting yourself down right now by continuing. So you need to let those two align, feel good within, and like it will put up a little armor or shield to where you can, you know, filter out any feeling that you're letting somebody down as long as you're not letting yourself down. You've got it. You're good. Your future will be bright. You're going to accomplish your goals and you're going to love yourself even more for creating those boundaries, for listening. And what I mean by boundary is aligning head and heart and making sure that you are like fully into something because you're going to be standing up for you and you're going to be doing, you know, whatever that is that feels amazing to you. So go out there, accomplish your dreams and let your journey be whatever that is because there's no right or wrong in this. As long as you put you first, love yourself inside out. And thank you guys for tuning in for another week. I'm so excited that we're like spending this time together and really just getting aligned with head and heart and thoughts and being you. That's what's most important, being you and loving you. Have a wonderful week and more to come next week on the Love Yourself Inside Out podcast with me, Lo. That was your weekly dose of self-love with me, Lo. Want more? Tune in next week and connect with me on Instagram at Mrs. Lauren Elizabeth Jones. Send me a DM. Let me know what you want to hear, what you think, and we'll talk about it all. Join me on the next Love Yourself Inside Out podcast.